3: Constrictor does it again. What else can you say, really, about Alexi Olenek? He's still got it. Alexi, the Boa Constrictor Olenek! For CTV, the Korean Zombie does it again!
4: I want Volkanovski. The
3: Korean Zombie! Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. <laughs> that's dangerous. <laughs> Listen
1: to me, we're at of
3: And with that, we start. Matt came in upside down and dropped his camera. Welcome to UFC <laughs> Unfiltered. <laughs>
1: Jimmy, I'm so happy to see you.
3: Hi, buddy. It's good to see you. Jimmy,
1: I know it's down to the wire. I'm sorry. That's okay. It's my buddy, my brown belt, Augie, his birthday today. So I I stopped down at the school, Sarah B.J.J., and I rolled with him for his birthday. And Damn. I ain't going to lie to you. I was hoping he'd get tired, but he wasn't getting tired. So we went a while. I I must have rolled like 45 minutes, dude. I feel fucking good. I feel like a fucking savage. But so does he happy birthday Augie his whole family trains with me oh really wife his daughter's like 15 she's older she's older than my daughter's 13 so she beats up on my daughter gets her tough his son the wife everybody trains at my school so I had a good time with him I gave out a couple of promotions big googs and uh to purple belt and uh and uh Eric to fucking purple belt as well hi Jimmy
3: hi buddy let's bring in we have Chan Sung Jung is waiting let's uh
1: Oh shit! Get him in! Get him in!
3: <laughs> yes, let's bring him in here. Fighting uh, Alexander Volkanovsky on a Saturday night for the featherweight championship. I'm really looking forward to this fight. Um, Volkanovsky has looked pretty incredible um, so far.
1: I'm just there t- t- telling you about my. Oh, That's all right. I mean, we got to start. Waiting for
3: the championship. Waiting. That's all right. He's he's coming in. We'll, we'll get him in. Hello. Oh, you see? hi we see you yes sir how are you
5: good good everything's good
3: um we haven't talked to you in a a year and a half congratulations on getting this uh title shot i know you have waited for a while to get a second shot at the title
5: a lot of people have been congratulating him for getting the title shot so um he would like to be congratulated after he actually wins the belt and um it's been a long time since he uh, got an opportunity to go for the belt again. And uh, he's very excited and he's ready and anticipating to uh, win the belt.
1: Hey, Zombie, I feel you, man. D- don't you think sometimes people are oh, the belt, the belt? It Mentally, it's another fight, right? It's another fight, Zombie. You're made for this stuff. Translate that, please. <laughs>
5: <laughs> that belt belt thing where everybody's like uh wanting him to win the belt was actually it did uh play a mental toll on him so that's why he uh brought in a mindset coach to kind of like uh toughen up his mental and a mentality and that really helped him out uh, a lot uh in the preparation of the fight and now he's he really doesn't care about whether or not he w- he wins the belt uh he looks at this as an opportunity to show how strong he is show how uh talented and skilled he is so he's thrilled to uh, uh, thrill for, uh, April night.
3: That's really interesting. And, and I love when fighters are honest about the, the mental, uh, issues too, or the mental things they have to grapple with. What did the mental coach help? How did he help? Was it when you would feel stress, he was able to calm you down or what was it that he was able to do for you?
5: Yeah. A lot of people have been like telling him what kind of mentality he needs to bring on into the case, but nobody told him why he needs to uh, have that mentality when he uh, goes up to the case. So, um, the mindset coach kind of actually explained why he needs to think in this way, why he needs this perspective, and um, you know, the mindset coach explained about hormones. So if you think in this way, this hormone comes out, and that helps you physically in this way. So, it was a very scientific and specific way of uh, helping him build a strong mental so in that sense the mindset coach really helped him out a lot
3: you know because i was thinking about your fights and i was thinking that you've always exhibited great toughness and great mental toughness because after a loss you always come back with something really a, a, a a tko win uh you seem to be somebody that handles adversity very well
5: so it's all about learning for him Uh, he does uh, handle adversities pretty well but it's all about because he thinks he's not perfect I mean he could handle it better so it's all about striving towards um, improvement um, trying to handle adversities better than he handles it right now so that's what really uh, helped him develop a lot even though he's renowned for his uh, mental and physical toughness I'll tell you Jimmy I cannot be more excited
1: Alexander Volkowski he's been looking unstoppable Uh, do you study a lot of tape with your, with your coaches or do you let them study the tape and just tell you what to do?
5: There's, there are two types of analysis. Uh, There's zombies analysis and there, there are the coaches analysis. So they um, analyze Volkanovsky in both ways and they get together, they talk about it and then try to use that in sparring sessions where, um, you know, a certain technique or a certain strategy uh, would work better on Volkanovsky or work better on the sparring partners fighting. So, they kind of like sit down together and talk about their own opinions. And uh, they put them together and come up with new strategies to win the belt.
3: And you did two years in the military. Did, um, was that really hard for you to step away from fighting or because you knew you had to do it? Was it one of those things that it's just, it's a part of your life that you know you have to do? How, how did you make that adjustment to step away from such a, a good career and, and do your military service?
5: Good. Cool. So it's all about perspective, like, for example, if, if somebody has to step away from the ring and go to military service, some might think, oh man, my career is over, I need to be uh, away from the ring for two years, there's going to be ring rust and, you know, my career is going to be uh, severely damaged. But then on the other hand, there are people who, who, who think, uh, you know, this two-year uh, two uh, break uh, would help me take a good break so that I'm in good condition when I step back in the ring. So it's all about perspective uh zombies perspective is the latter so he tried to think of it in a positive way and he actually did take a good two year three year break uh and then came back with bermuda so uh he thinks it's a very positive he was he he thinks of it positively
3: perspective jimmy yeah well, I, I guess being a fighter and you, you, military schedule is probably not as hard for you because you're used to getting up and training. You're used to being on a schedule. You're used to doing things physically you don't want to do sometimes. So the military probably was not a difficult physical adjustment.
5: Uh, a lot of people uh, misunderstand about uh, Zombie's military service because uh, because he had a lot of injuries. Uh, he had the shoulder injury in the auto fight and because his body was uh, really kind of like... Um, for the lack of a better word, messed up. Um, he, the country gave him the opportunity to serve as a service agent, which does not require a lot of physical training. So he worked in the office, so he, he didn't really, you know, have, he didn't really have any struggle uh, with the military service.
1: Hey, you know what? I want enough of this MMA stuff. I want to know what the zombie does on his day off. What does he do to unwind when he's not training? Uh, not training. Nothing to do with training. What does he like to do? Read a book, watch a movie.
5: Tell me zombie. I have. All right, so uh, zombie said, I don't know if you guys have like kids, but uh, he has three kids. And so um, during his free time, he spends most of the time, you know, uh, hang out with their, with, with his kids, you know, trying to play with them.
1: Me too. We got that in common zombie.
5: Yeah.
3: I, I don't have any, uh, I don't have any kids. So my days off are boring. Um, and you're feeling obviously very ready. How, how do you manage when you're getting ready for a fight like this? How do you manage the tension? And how do you manage uh, being afraid or ha- how not to project too much? How do you manage your own heads- headspace before you fight?
5: In the past, he probably would have been very pressured. Like He would have felt, felt the pressure, uh, would have been very nervous about it. But um, um, right now uh, he's he's you know mentally very uh, prepared, and he thinks of it as uh, an opportunity to show himself, like show his skills. It's been his like long long time dream, like for his whole life. It's been like that in the past. It is still his goal right now, and uh, he dare say it will be the biggest dream, like uh, you know, uh, in the future as well. So this is his biggest biggest opportunity in his whole entire life. And the way he sees it is not uh, look at it as an obligation to win, but to, to be able to enjoy the whole opportunity because this is a big shot and nobody, you know, not a lot of people get this. So, you know, it's all about enjoying. So he's trying to enjoy this uh, opportunity as much as he can.
1: I was going to say, Jimmy, speaking of enjoying every, every fight, people say that people like this fan favorites, peep guys are never in a boring fight. I mean, Korean Zombie, not only is he never in a boring fight, all his fights are spectacular. They're always like fighting up for fight of the year. It's fucking amazing. Jimmy, Saturday night could not come soon enough. Let's not keep this man. Let's let him get out of here.
5: Okay. Thank you. <laughs> and good
3: luck on Saturday night. Uh, a lot of people are, are pulling for you. You really are loved by the fans. And uh, Volkanovski is a, a, a great champion. I think... His fight with Brian Ortega, him surviving, I think that third round really changed the way people felt about him. He's a legitimate champion, but uh, a lot of people are pulling for you on Saturday night. So uh, good luck on Saturday.
5: Thank you so much.
3: UFC Unfiltered is brought to you by Neds, the official wagering partner of the UFC in Australia. Aussie fight fans, keep an eye out for this weekend's UFC pay-per-view event as Neds offers a split decision return. This means if you place a head-to-head bet on any main card fight and your pick loses by split decision, Neds will pay you out as a winner. Plus, you can pump up your odds with a UFC multi simply by combining your favorite markets across all fights on the card. The action doesn't stop with UFC. Neds has everything you need to take it to the Neds level, regardless of what you bet on. For those sports punters, Neds Same Game Multi is now available on more sports than ever before. And for the racing fanatics, Neds Blended is available on all three racing codes. Blended lets you pick multiple runners to win in the same race at special blended odds. It's never been easier for you to be paid out as a winner. Look, whatever you bet on. Take it to the NEDS level. UFC markets exclude South Australian residents. Split decision return eligible on first $250 stake. Minimum blended odds are $1.10 terms and conditions apply are available on the NEDS website. Remember to always gamble responsibly. Please call 1-800-858-858. This episode of UFC Unfiltered is brought to you by Crypto.com, the official crypto partner of UFC. You've definitely seen their logo on our UFC gear. And crypto is something I'm getting into, so this is really a helpful, helpful site. With over 10 million users around the world, Crypto.com is the fastest growing crypto app, letting you easily buy and sell more than 150 cryptocurrencies. You can even buy Bitcoin with as little as $1. Crypto.com also offers the most popular crypto card in the world. The Crypto.com Visa card offers up to 8% back on most purchases and it comes with amazing perks 100% rebate for your Netflix Spotify and Amazon Prime subscriptions if you already own some crypto did you know that crypto.com offers some of the most competitive reward rates of the industry you can get up to 8.5% on your Bitcoin or Ethereum 12% on your USDC and more find out how much you can earn by visiting crypto.com get $25 when you apply for a crypto.com metal visa card on the crypto.com app using code UFC25. Again, it's $25 when you apply for the card using code UFC25. It's first come, first serve. So act fast. Download the Crypto.com app now on the App Store or Google Play.
1: Jimmy, so much fun with the zombie. I like him a lot. Yeah. It's always a little strange with a translator because I get animated, I ramble, I I feel bad for the guy. You always
3: want to make sure that it's being translated properly. You always want to make sure. That's why I try to talk a little slower. Not because I think the guy is dumb, but just because they, I know that when they're translated, they're trying to hear you, remember what you say, and translate it. And it's, that's, a, that's a horrible job, translate. That's a rough job, man.
1: All I know is I get kind of animated, and there's times when I feel like the Korean zombie was looking at me like I'm a cartoon character. I'm like ah, zombie. He's like oh. So I don't know because he might not understand what I'm saying. So I get right. it. I get. I'm a little much.
3: No, so. no, Matt.
1: Jimmy, I was very loud this morning. Matt, I'll just be rolling, Jimmy, and I'll just scream, "Let's go!" I'll be like, "Let's fucking go!" And his new students there, and they're like, oh, "What the fuck?"
3: That's all right. I, I yell that while I'm jerking off. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> Oh shit, I'm lighted it. Hey, you want to uh predict a couple of these fights before we have Alexi Olinik too who's actually yeah. fighting on the uh, early prelims against Jared Vendar, which is crazy. Let's do a couple of picks because I'm uh, this this is such a fuck I mean I am judging a Rosen strike, Marcin Tybora. That's that's a prelim fight. Uh Mickey Galls on the prelims, Pennington Aspen Ladd is on the prelims. There's some incredibly good fights. Um, Anthony Hernandez against, uh, 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 Josh framed is on, uh, on the, uh, early prelims. There's some incredible fights. Vince Pichél Marco Madsen, uh, is the, uh, opening fight. Um, wow. What do you think?
1: You know, I'm going to go, I like them both. I really do You're
3: both coming off two wins.
1: I know I know Mark's, uh, undefeated, undefeated yeah. but, uh, I'm going to go with Vince. I'm going to go with Vince by uh decision. You know, by decision and by kill I kill a mustache. Anything.
3: I think Madsen
1: takes it. If I'm on the fence. Yep. The mustache makes me root for that guy. I'm only fucking around, but I, I like Vince. I think Vince is a, uh, a well-rounded guy. I think because he's so quiet, he doesn't yep. get enough uh, praise. You know, he only has a couple of losses and, um, you know, he's a fucking dangerous guy. I like Vince for show. show.
3: Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to take, uh, I, I think uh, Madsen stays uh, undefeated.
1: Oh, well, you're so fucking cool, Jimmy.
3: I th- I think he wins. I'm going to say he stops him in the second round. I wanted to go with decision, um, but I because you said decision, I got to take something different.
1: You ever think of your friends that died, Jimmy? Yeah. I'm sorry to throw that. Geez, I just throw that in there. No, you. I do. Of course. I've been, I'm, not, I'm so not trying to depress you right now. Oh, it's okay. But
3: uh, Believe me, people are wishing it was me. <laughs> I've
1: been watching stuff with your old pal Patrice O'Neill. I'm so sorry. Well, I don't. I don't want to get you emotional.
3: No, no, I'm okay. I loved him.
1: You have no part.
3: No, I do. I, I Patrice is one of the toughest deaths I've had in my life. I, I, it's still a really hard one, but. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy that, A, it makes me grateful I'm still alive. Like, when your friends die of natural cause, it makes you grateful you're alive. And I also, I'm lucky I, I was as close to him as I was. As I knew him as well as I did. And I had a tremendous amount of interactions with him.
1: Some, it's weird how some, did you ever have like, like some people die, you're like, it, it, I don't know, you feel like affection, you didn't know them as well. I don't, I'm not with me, with Patricia O'Neil out there. I'm just saying like.
3: Um, yeah, I know what you're saying. Sure.
1: Like there's some yeah. people or whatever. It's, I don't know. It's weird. But uh, I've been watching stuff with him lately, and uh, I, I told you that Norm McDonald's one kind of hit me hard. That Norm guy was had, great, yeah. I really, really enjoyed his body of work, and it's like it kind of sucks that you're not going to get anything more out of them. Like, now is that that might be selfish?
3: But no, it's 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 common.
1: You know, it's so I don't know.
3: It's also sometimes it's just a simple fact of when you don't know somebody as well, you're just so used to them being alive and and knowing that they exist and knowing, oh wow, like. like Bob Saget doesn't exist anymore or Louie. I mean, there's guys who are friends of mine, but you know what I mean? Like sometimes the death of a person you're familiar with affects you more. Um, and we're not sure why, but yeah, I've had a few lately. It's, it's really getting off part of getting older. It, you know, it's going to happen more and more. And at least you, you makes you grateful to still be alive.
1: Right. Hey, back to feeling good on UFC Unfiltered.
3: Mackenzie Dern. Tisha Torres. Um, yeah,
1: we get deep sometimes. Listen.
3: Mackenzie coming off a decision loss to uh, Rodriguez.
1: <sighs> it's a yeah, tough call. Oh, wow. This. know what's great about this? What? Is Tisha, this is fucking great. This is a really interesting fight. Because Tisha is very good at uh, playing on top. But is she going to be able to do that with Mackenzie Earn? Is she going to be able to close down? Because I believe a lot of it's going to be grappling. I think it's going to start standing and then I think, uh, it's going to get into most likely Tisha getting on top, you know? And, uh, I want, I want to see this grappling exchange. I think this is, I, this is a very interesting fight because of that, because Tisha is a very, she uses her, her, her wrestling, uh, her MMA wrestling is very high and Mackenzie Dern's a very high level black belt. You know what I mean? She's very good. She's really good. Um, so I, I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Dern by submission. I'm gonna say she spent so much time on the floor that she's gonna find a way to get a, a submission. Ah, fuck. Sorry, that's my knee.
3: That was my original guess, uh, my original pick. And now I'm gonna say uh, by. Uh, I'm gonna say Dern by decision. Uh, I was gonna say a second round stoppage again, but I'm gonna say Mackenzie Dern by decision.
1: Sometimes my knee locks out, bro. I rolled today for like almost 50 minutes. Fine, good mounting, fucking reversals, and I'm fucking, and it's fine. Sitting here, my knee, ah! Anyway, Jimmy, you said what?
3: Now, I'm going to take Dern by decision. And, and one of the biggest fights in this card, everyone is talking about Gilbert Burns, Hamzat Shemaev. Oh my, Jimmy. Everyone. I, I'm sorry, I didn't say what round with the submission, did I? Oh, I'm sorry, I thought you said second, maybe I'm wrong. Did I say second? No, no, no.
1: I, I am saying second right now. All right, let's keep going. I, this is exciting, Jimmy. Gilbert, now, can I, let me point out a fight. First, you do yours, and then I'll tell you what I think, because I want to
3: Shamayev has been devastating against uh, uh, Li Liang and of course, Gerald Mearshart. Uh and he's beaten some good fighters, um, and he has not made it out of the first round more than twice, three times, three times he got in the second round. Um, Gilbert Burns, um, has uh, beaten Wonder Boy uh, again. He he got uh, stopped by uh, Kamaro. Beat Tyree, beat Damian Maya, beat Connor Nelson. Um, everyone is thinking that Shemayev, This is just his next step on the way to maybe getting a shot at Kamaro Usman. Um, I am going to take Gilbert Burns. Um, I know Gilbert uh, was dropped by Kamaro Usman, but I think everyone is sleeping on Gilbert Burns, which I think is a mistake. Um, and I'm, I'm thinking that Shemaev may make that mistake as well. Um, I think Burns is going to, how does he do it? Um, he, he obviously has, uh, uh, knockout power, but, uh, I don't think he's going to knock Shemaev out. Is he going to tap him? I think he beats him by decision. Here's what I think is going to happen. Wow. I think, I think that, uh, Shumayev may get a little frustrated, not being able to do exactly what he wants to do with Gilbert Burns. Um, he's not used to going out of the second round. Uh, Gilbert has been there before. I think Gilbert beats him by decision.
1: I like, I like where your head's at. Uh, this is what I think. I, this, is, this, is, this is where my head's at. This is what I keep thinking of. And this is why I think Gilbert has a way better chance than people are giving him credit for. I, and I know, Damien. you know, you could point – I was just watching something with at where he's like, listen, who did he beat lately? You know, he, he goes, he goes, he cried when he lost to Usman. Dude, he's kind of funny. Cobb's not fucking hysterical. He's not even saying it like he, he, this shit wasn't, he's not writing this shit down. He's just saying, listen, he loses, he cries. <laughs> it's hysterical. So he's saying, oh you know, he cried when he lost to Usman. And, uh, and then when he, he, he beat Damian Meyer, who's 40 years old, I'm going to point to that Damian Meyer fight. You can also point the gun at Nelson, but I'm going to point to Damian Meyer because Damian Meyer could, I don't care if he's forty or not. He's still extremely dangerous in certain positions. Yep. And he was imposing his jiu-jitsu, his grappling on Gilbert. Gilbert, Gilbert, when Gilbert says he's good on the floor, I think he's being very modest. He's very good on the floor. He's, I think he could be doing well in the grappling circuit. He's that high level of a black belt, you know. So, if you think he's just a guy that puts a gi on and does some jiu-jitsu, no. He he knows how to. he know he's very dangerous um top and bottom. But my, getting back to that Damian Maia fight, you've seen him, his poise when he was really like with his, in the, in the, in the, with his head in like the lion's mouth. Like he, was really, he was just very calm, under fire, in very bad positions. And he had, to, he had the timing to execute his, his escapes with his jiu-jitsu. He actually gets into a little bit of a scramble, playing jiu-jitsu, playing a grappling game, and then uses that to get up. And then when he did that, he knocked him out. So I'm looking at similar things here where if Comzat tries to force the grappling, it's going to be different than a guy like uh, Jay Ling, who was just trying to stand up uh, in his last fight, Um, you know, and then getting his back and finishing. him. I think that he can get very bad positions on Gilbert and Gilbert has the, the strength in his jujitsu defense to not only survive, but turn the tables, at least get to his feet. If not get on top and, you know, possibly hurt him from there the only the only thing i'm worried about with those kind of scrambles if he gets out and gets back up who's gonna who's gonna break first with endurance he got up he got out and knocked out damian meyer off a lazy jam but when damian meyer went to hit him with a jam uh you know is if if these have these if he has these scrambles and does not knock out comes out, out being 27 gilbert being 35 that's my main concern yeah if he starts to get worse to wear. First, if he starts, so that's gonna be that's what it comes down to. So man, so it's very exciting. I'm, I'm more than anybody else. I'm super excited yeah. about this fight.
3: And Shmaya, by the way, was 24-0 as a as a wrestler too. So he's obviously he has endurance. I'm, I wasn't implying that he didn't. I'm just saying in MMA he hasn't uh, gone uh, past the second round.
1: Now, sometimes I go more my I don't have a horse in the race here. I right. not guys. I mean, Gilbert's been on a couple of times. We like Gilbert. Sure. i up, Kamzat, but I like Kamzat. Yeah. I like him. I think he's a fucking beast. I like his whole thing with Darren Till. I think that's fucking I think he got a little bromance going. I think it's hysterical. It's funny. Yeah. Uh, but at the, at the end of the day I am a jiu-jitsu man. I'm going with Gilbert. I think it's jujitsu. If not, if he doesn't get a submission, he will it will enable him to get back. to. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a submission. His neck or a back break to you know, finish, but it will enable him his defense on the floor to get back to his feet, and from there, possibly a knockout. So, I don't know, either knockout or submit. I don't, is that too broad a thing? A knockout.
3: No, because I'm saying decision, and then I'm thinking, when is the last time a Shemaev
1: Gilbert stoppage first round? He's gonna be the most dangerous first round. He's going to escape some bad positions. Compton's going to try to make a decision. I'm sorry I cut you off. No, no, it's okay, buddy. Compton's going to try to make a fucking other example of him. He's not just going to be able to pick him up, put him down, and finish him. He, if he doesn't smash him right away like he says he does, you know, I want to see what happens. So,
3: Okay, yeah. That's an interesting point. You might be right, Matt. I
1: might be I'm the first to say I might be wrong.
3: No, but let's go And obviously, uh before we talk about uh al joe and Pyotr Jan, um volkanovsky chan sung jung i mean an interesting fight um i know uh you know max holloway uh, dropped out so so jung got the fight and i i know volkanovsky's a pretty heavy favorite um and, and it's you know again I, I still think that uh he lost one of those uh holloway fights if not both but definitely one of them but he's still that, that Ortega fight, I mean, he's a, as tough as they come, and he's he's a really legit champ. I want to see Chan Sung Jung win. I just like to see guys who haven't had a chance to hold the belt get it, but sometimes I bet with my heart and not my head, but I'm going to keep doing that. I say Chan Sung Jung, because I want him to win again. I want him to, to get a chance to feel that.
1: Bokanowski decision. I, yeah. only, because I, give, I give I like, you know, you know, the Korean zombie's hard to put down, man. Hard to hard to put away. He, I know he's been taken out, but he's gonna be there in his face. But I think Alexander Volkanowski, the champ, he's just—I yeah, he, know—he's got some battles. He shows such perseverance. Yeah. He's caught chokes that other people would have tapped out and uh, pissed themselves. And he fucking yeah. just—he he, he just gutted it himself out. He's very gritty. He's technical. He's my height. I'm going with Volkanowski.
3: Yeah, I mean, Volkanovsky, basically, you have to run him over with a fucking fire truck to knock him out. So I'm going to say uh, Chan Sung Jung by decision. I think it's a decision. Um, it might just come down to to, to, to to one round. I don't think it's a, but I, I think that Volkanovsky is just a little too difficult to put away. We have Alexi Olner coming in, um, which I, I can't believe we've never talked to him fighting Jara Vandara on, uh, on uh, the early prelims. I'm happy that he's fighting.
1: I love his grappling. I love his grappling. I do. I really, really do. I love his fighting in general.
3: Yeah. I mean, uh, 44 years old and still literally just putting guys to sleep. Crazy.
0: BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
2: Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president?
1: Alasky, look, look! I'll tell you right now. I think you're getting younger. I mean, look at you. <laughs> yes, I'm younger, uh, um, year by by year. <laughs> I'll tell you, you look great, man. Hey, what is your secret? Did you find the fountain of youth? How are you still in there at 44? I mean. I'm a little bit older than you. My fucking knees are shot. Elmo's 45. Unbelievable. And you look and you're looking great,
3: man. Have you been at at 44 to look as good as you look and to be as competitive as you are? Have you had moments where you thought like, "Ah, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. And you just can't picture life without fighting. Uh,
4: You you know, really I have uh, two secrets. One secret. Hello. Hello. And second secret, to my four or five kids who wait me in the home. But
0: uh, really, uh, really,
4: I just train a lot. And I think positively, and uh, I don't know this uh, re- a real, real, very way because I just train, train, and train, and think good and think positive in my head.
1: Lastly, let me ask you about specifically your grappling. What did you start with? What I'm a jiu-jitsu man. I love watching you fight because I'm a submission guy. I love your naked Ezekiel. I freaking love I know guys that know it's coming. You're still getting it from everywhere. I love it. But in general, your reversals, your control, I, your
4: jiu-jitsu is beautiful. But what did you start with with the grappling? Yes, you're right. You you know, I uh, grapple with many, many great fighters with black belts. Super black belts and uh, everything good, no, <laughs> uh, usually, usually uh, many guys can uh, submit me, but only, gym, uh, only in the gym, uh, not on the uh, uh, mat, this is very important for me. Uh, I, I don't know, I just love uh, grapple, I love oh. jiu-jitsu and uh, I learned uh, my style many, many years because it's my one of the favorite styles. What did
1: you start with? How old were you when you started grappling? Was it jujitsu, judo?
4: What was it? Nineteen, one 9 First time I come into... In 1996, I started uh, my training. Uh, first time coming to gym. I never trained before. Uh, I trained before one month's box, one month's uh, karate, one month's haekwondo. But... Uh, this was not very interesting for me because my coach said if you boxer, no legal uh, clinch, no legal takedown, no legal nothing. If you uh, study judo, no legal punch, no legal choke, uh, no legal nothing. And I uh, in my mind, I will try to find... Uh, uh, martial arts, where, where I can do everything. Where I can punch, where I can uh, choke, where I can uh, work on the ground or standing, uh, everything. This was very important for me.
3: Did I, what, was there anything that motivated you to go into the gym? Like, were you just bored or you wanted to learn it? Or you, what made you actually decide to start?
4: I don't know. You, you know, uh, in a uh, different time, this is a different motivation for me. First, uh, when I start uh, study uh, martial arts, it was motivation. Prove myself, uh, I can do that. I am not afraid. I am not pussy boy. It's <laughs> uh,
3: <laughs> <That's> my nickname.
4: <laughs> a strong guy. I will be. I I must uh, uh, defense uh, myself I my defense, my friend, my family, my kids, uh, and every one who is uh, weak. Uh, this was was my first uh, goal. After I was uh, proved my dream, my coach, my uh, country, uh, flag of my country. But uh, now uh, you know uh, I prove for myself again. This look like like circle, uh, c- circle, circle. And 25 years ago, I won't prove myself. In a big age, in many, many, many difficulties, uh, but I still uh, fighting the best uh, uh, promotion in the world with the uh, best, strongest guy in the world. This is very important for me, for myself, not for this guy, for this guy, for my friends, for, for somebody else. Most important this for me right now. Let me ask you, Oleski, when you're done fighting, hopefully not for many years,
1: but let's say your wife says you're done getting punched, no more punch, no more fighting. Could we ever see you in like an Abu Dhabi or a submission grappling or something like that, still testing your skills? Not now, maybe in your 50s. Whenever you're done fighting, a grappling circuit. You ever think about doing something like that? Because I would love to see you, jitsu in a, a grappling match on the on the world stage with that.
4: Thank you. Why not? If I uh, got a good proposition, I with pleasure, grapple everywhere. But, but you know, before I uh, take uh, part competition many, many times in combat, sambo, in uh, sambo, in, uh, in grappling too, uh, in the United States and other countries, most uh, my uh, competition I win. <laughs> but that's not my uh, first goal right now. First go right now, of course, you see. Can I point out that I really enjoyed your
1: win over Verdun? I thought that win was, because if you look on paper, he's such a high-level jiu-jitsu uh, player, and you're known for your grappling, you would think, man, he's a big guy, he's got very good jiu-jitsu. But the way you played your defense and you timed your counters And then you survived the Camorras and you you kept your calm and you beat a guy that people thought would maybe submit you. It was awesome. I loved it. I'm just, now that I'm talking to you, I just wanted to tell you that. What did you think when you were matched up with him?
4: With pleasure. (laughs) Fabrizio (laughs) Verdum, big respect for for me, but uh, I'm ready for a grapple match. Uh, But but you know, when I just signed in UFC uh, many years ago, I, I know about the best, uh, grappler in UFC, This is, Fabricio uh, Fabrizio Verdun. in my, in my weight. Uh, Everybody, everyone, everyone uh, knows that nobody don't want, uh, grapple with, uh, Fabrizio. And this was uh, my uh, challenge for myself. I am afraid, uh, th- you know, this side, I'm afraid, uh, uh and this side, I'm, I must uh, fight with him. Because I don't want to live in my soul with this, uh, afraid. I must fight because we must uh, <laughs> know who
3: is better. <laughs> Would you rather lose a fight and know the answer than never fight someone and not know the answer?
4: Uh, it depends uh, from God and from uh, my uh, head and head of Fabrizio. And, uh, this, you, you know, this uh, was... a. Uh, very, very cool uh, check, check mat match. Yes. Not only muscle, not only how big your fist, how strong your head. This was a very, very uh, smart match. Technical. I know if I just try submit him, he tries submit me. This is not very interested for uh, fans for everybody. And I, uh, of course, uh, Fabrizio uh, worked with this match and uh, many times. This was diff- difficult for me and a uh, difficult mentality. But uh, thanks God, we do that.
3: And what did you do? What kind of work did you do when you were a younger guy? Before you were fighting full-time, what kind of jobs did you have when you were coming up?
4: <laughs> you know, my English is not, not enough to explain everything. But uh, before, uh, before I start uh, as arts professional, I have many, many other professionals, uh, more than 20. I was a music group pro- pro- producer. I was. Uh, I was a bodyguard. Uh, I worked. I was work a uh, lawyer.
1: You're a lawyer?
4: Yes, I am a detective. I am I, I have a uh, police. Uh, I I study police uh, 5 almost 6 years and I work in the police. I was a de- detective. And many many other pro- professionals.
3: Wow. So being a lawyer, it's good because you can look over your own contracts and you probably are able to read a contract better than most fighters since you have experience with the law and stuff like that.
4: Yes, but you know, you you can uh, work in any professional, of course, but uh, you must prove to yourself. If I, uh, I don't want to uh, work uh, any professional, maybe lawyer, maybe other professional and think, oh, maybe... I can fight in UFC. Maybe I can fight in Pride, and I can Pride. Maybe, maybe yes, maybe no. And I choose this way, this way way of my life. When I choose this uh, way, I make, uh, I give all my possibilities, uh, all my, I give myself all for for this way.
3: And what kind of music did you produce? Was there was there one style or one band?
4: You know this was like uh psychedelic
3: psychedelic
4: uh, with uh, together with rock sounds trippy <laughs> rave music like boom, boom, no, boom, rave. Like, like this type of stuff no not yes. rave matt not okay. rave i'm
3: sorry uh, no not, it's not rave
4: no rock rock and psychedelic to- together oh
3: now do you play any instruments or do you sing or do you just produce
4: no 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 just produce uh not very good <laughs> musician.
3: <laughs> what a fascinating guy, though! You really you have a, a very full life outside of fighting. So after you're done fighting, you can probably have a, a bunch of different directions you can go in. Whatever that is, it's great. Yes. Well, look. Good luck against uh Jared Vindara on uh, on Saturday night. Uh, you just you're a phenom, and, and the fact that you are still fighting at 44 and you still are as competitive in every fight. Um, you know, again, fans love you and and I'm happy that you're still fighting and and have a great fight on Saturday.
4: Thank you very much. With God's help.
3: All right, Alexi. Thanks, Alexi. Appreciate it.
4: Matt, thank you very much.
3: What an interesting guy, though. Like, to have had all those skills, uh, the lawyer, I don't know why we don't think fighters can be lawyers, but that's just an interesting thing to learn.
1: Jimmy, when he was matched up with, uh, with Verdun, uh, I really thought he was gonna have a hard time, and it looked that way. But what a chess match! He's really calm on the fire, man. And he's one of those guys, you're like, oh man, is he slowing down? Also, he's coming with these big hooks, and he's like got perseverance. Uh, he's got a style unique to his own. It's not just a grapple. It makes you always know, punching you in the face. You know, he has unique submission, unique submissions where it's a rarity. A lot, nine out a ten guys. Nine out of ten guys aren't going to pull off a naked Ezekiel with gloves on. It's a, it's a naked choke. What I mean by naked is you don't have to wear a jacket or a geetboard. So he's using his arms, and, and he just has this choke. He's closing your carotid arteries, and uh, <laughs> you know it's coming, and, and, and he's still getting it. So it's pretty amazing. He's an amazing uh, individual.
3: Yeah, he really is. And uh, I should have asked him more about the Mark Hunt fight because that was such a good fight in that his leg was taking such a beating. Um, And and I I forget who was doing, who was calling the fight. I want to to say Paul Felder. Um, But they were talking about how the the nerve in that leg gets dead and it's hard for you to shoot for takedowns. Um, And he wound up taking a really hard shot from Mark Hunt. And he wound up dropping Mark Hunt. That was a great fucking fight. And then he wound up strangling him. Um, Really, really great fight. So I should have asked him about that, but... Wasn't meant to be. All right, Matt. We got to cover these last couple of fights. Um, you know, we covered the main event. Now, obviously, we can't. Uh, you don't have to do a pick Piotr Yan against uh, Aljamain Sterling.
1: Yeah, um, I was very involved in the camp. You know, sure. down there for the sparring and whatnot. So, uh, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll tell you off air. Okay. But uh, you know, I'm going with Sterling. Yeah, of course. Yes. I'll tell you, <laughs> I'll tell you what I thought uh, after the fact.
3: I'm gonna take Aljo, but I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna take Aljo. I'm going to take Aljo, even though Piotr Jan is extremely tough. I think that Aljo finds a way to get on his back. And again, like no matter how tough Mark Hunt is tough, but if you get the neck, uh, it doesn't matter if you can't breathe. Um, I think Aljo gets him in the third round. Um, That's what I'm predicting. Uh, Sterling remains the champion third round. I think he gets on his back.
1: Jimmy. Yeah, I'll tell you, I'm, uh, you know, I'm very similar to you thinking what you're thinking, but we'll talk about it later. Okay. Uh, Jimmy, I can't wait for the weekend for the fights. It's so exciting. Uh, I, a movie that I recently revisited. And I'll tell you right now, I did not think much of it the first time because it's very long, very long. And uh, it could be boring to some if they're not into it. But you know what? I don't know why, but I, I gave it another chance while I was shaving my head and doing my bathroom business on my iPad, you know? Sure. Uh and it's called Blade Blade Runner 2049. The, the 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 sequel to Blade Runner. What is it, 2029? <laughs> I don't know. You got me the It's a sequel to the um Harrison Ford one. Okay. You know, he's in this one also. But uh did you ever see it? No. I'll tell you, it's it's one of the it's really, it's really deep. And it's and I'm gonna say. It's all about if I had to watch this in a the theater, it'd probably be a little too much. It's one of those things where it's long. You don't have to see it if you're very, you know, bright, maybe bright eyed and bushy tailed. Sure. It's, a, it's a long, slow burn, but there's a lot going on. It's very deep, and uh, I enjoyed it thoroughly. The main guy in it, who the fuck is he? Guys, who's in Blade Runner 2049? The main character in it.
3: I mean, Gerard Depardieu.
1: Stop it, Jimmy. Stop. Oh. No, don't say Mr. Bean. It's not either one of those guys.
3: Oh, I see. Ryan Atkins. Okay. No.
1: Ryan Gosling. Isn't he from... Uh,
3: Gosford Park.
1: Isn't he from throw, Throwback Mountain? Brokeback Mountain? Throwback.
3: No. Was that... No, that was uh, Heath Ledger and... Um, I'm
1: way old. I'm way is old.
3: that Gyllenhaal? Jake Gyllenhaal?
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. But this guy's got that kind of look.
3: But you want to see him in a Brokeback Mountain situation. I understand. That slipped out, man. <laughs> you want to go camping with him. Why right?
1: you got to be so weird, dude? <laughs>
3: well,
1: I'll tell you, he was great in this. And the female there's some crap. Guys, what's the cast on this? I should really do my homework. This, 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 they were, the, the characters, what does that say? Anna? De, what does that say? Anna Diarmas? I don't know which one was that. I don't got a picture. But listen, they were great. There's, and also, I forget the blonde in it. Who was the? Um, she was the uh, another cop, and she was like the uh, she was like the human cop that was helping. But anyway, then listen. It's basically a Blade Runner. Is it's based? They're um they're like cops that are they they, they hunt down like rogue like fucking cyborgs like 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 they look human but they're robots. They they kill they find them and they and and they exterminate them. The ones that are like that went south or something. Right. You know, older models that are, you know, that type of thing. And it gets pretty deep. And it's, and it's a, and it's a, it's a, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Blade Runner 2049. I'm going to go ahead and say it. What I'm not enjoying and I gave up on is that Vikings Valhalla. It's a little, it's fucking like, what a shame. Because I was trying to give it a chance. I just, I'm not, this is the problem. If I'm four episodes deep, and I'm not connecting to any characters. Yeah. Yeah, I'm
3: out. Sometimes the second episode you got to get to, like, sometimes you go through something. Like, Yellowstone, I enjoyed the first one, and the second one, I was like, eh. Like, I'll give that another shot on the second episode. But, like, if, if you're four episodes in, fucking forget it.
1: And what I would recommend is that Reacher is pretty good on Amazon Prime. I'm enjoying that. I enjoy that guy who's playing him. He was Hawk on Hawk and Dove and Titans. He's a, he's a big dude. He's a he was in the Ninja Turtles, whatever. I forgot his name, but that Reach is a good one. But I'll tell you, give it. I gave up on Vikings, Valhalla. and if you got like two hours and a half, or almost close to three hours, to, to kill a spreader, uh, you know, spread out during how many days? Watch that Blade Runner. 20. Okay, it's like a smart sci-fi, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it very much. Uh, hey, that's it, Jimmy. What else?
3: Um, I'm good, man. I'm going to Poughkeepsie Friday and Saturday. Um, at the Laugh It Up Comedy Club. Week after that is DC. So go to my website. I got New Jersey coming up. I got Delaware coming up. And uh, I'm going to talk to you this week. I'm mad about these fights. I cannot wait. Saturday night, um, Volkanovsky, Chan Sung Jung. This is an incredible card. UFC 273, of course. Um, it's from Veterans Memorial Arena in Jacksonville, Florida. Prelims. Early prelims are six. Prelims eight. Main card, 10 p.m.
1: This Saturday, I'm going to be helping out the nypd i had this this uh this plan for a little bit and i'm, I'm oh nice to it. it's gonna be a a two-hour two-hour like seminar and like meet and greet and stuff but i'm gonna be helping out the police with of they have a jiu-jitsu team the NYPD jiu-jitsu team so i'm going there to go over some uh some of my favorite techniques you know we'll be getting out of some bad positions having some fun you know what i mean so uh, it's gonna be a jiu-jitsu party over there so that's where i'm gonna be i'm gonna be in uh i think at the uh the academy and uh where is it not astoria i don't know i'll be i'll be i'll be with the police the nypd team police uh jiu team this saturday but uh, and that's during the morning and then at the night nighttime i'm obviously watching the fucking fights uh jimmy you'll be performing so should i not text you anything
3: no don't text me because a lot of times i'll watch during in between shows i'll watch a little and then i'll watch the the uh usually the main, I'll catch some of the main card when I get home enough to go back and watch the opening fights again on fight pass. So uh, you don't text me until, uh, uh, after, because, uh, from 10 to 12, I'll probably be working.
1: How about this? I will text you. Uh, how about this? You'll text me when you're watching that. Way. Okay.
3: I'll text you. You'll, you'll see it. will be a, it'll be a, a little kiss emoji or, or, uh, you'll know it's me.
1: No, no eggplant emojis. Jimmy, no. I'll talk to you soon,
3: brother. All right, pal. I'll talk to you soon.
1: Bye
0: everyone. Bye buddy.